When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, Episode 494, The Juggling Act, by Jane Chater of Eltries.co.nz. Howdy, old D friend, and welcome back to the show where I narrate content to improve your relationships. I'm your host, Joss Marie, and since relationships is a huge category, you can tune in every single day for topics such as dating, friendship, self-worth, and so much more. And I'm super excited to narrate a parenting post today from Jane Chater. Jane is an executive coach and professional mother's advocate, so I'm sure you'll find her insights helpful if you're struggling with balancing work and home life. So without further ado, let's get right into her post and start optimizing your life. The Juggling Act by Jane Chater of Altries.co.nz The struggle of the juggle is a topic very dear to my heart as a working mother of three, a director, a chairperson, a wife, and an individual. So, what is the struggle of the juggle? When I asked some of the key New Zealand women I know, they talked about this being the reality that you are in a continuous cycle of compromise. It is about the constant struggle to get on top of both your work and personal life. For some, the biggest challenge is having to juggle a demanding job that requires travel, inflexible hours, demands of managing people and projects, as well as trying to spend quality time with family and run a household. In fact, one of the key learnings I've seen while researching this topic is the main difference between women and men is that whilst we all have demands in our personal lives, it is the woman, regardless of her career demands, who is still the one who manages the household. It comes from years of women being the homemaker, and rightly or wrongly, there are still expectations from both men and women that this role should stay with the wife or mother. When I had my first child, I learned about what it meant to struggle to get the juggle right between all the roles I felt I needed or wanted to have in my life. Mother, career, woman, wife, individual, friend, daughter, sister, and community contributor. I found the pendulum of balance would sometimes swing too far left and sometimes swing too far right. And what I learned is this is simply a reality of a working woman who has a lot of balls to juggle. Whatever the balls you are juggling, the key is to understand your trigger points to know when there are too many or one is spinning out of control. And the reality is, it is no longer simply work-life balance, but work-home-life integration and understanding how you integrate them all. If you are struggling to juggle the many demands in your life, these are the top six tips I have gained from inspirational New Zealand professional women on how to juggle well while maintaining some form of sanity. Number one. Focus on the benefits. Three good things that happen every working day. Christ Peterson, guru of positive psychology, says having work-life balance is a misnomer because work is part of life. 
Ideally, we are passionate about the work we do, which brings meaning to our lives. And for people whose work engages them fully, the workplace can be a great source of psychological well-being, which boosts them in all other areas of their life. Reconnect to your benefits of being a professional, perhaps being a good role model to your children, making a difference to your team or the community, becoming financially independent, and so on. Number two, set clear boundaries with yourself and potentially others and stick to them. If you have decided to have three evenings a week where it is family time only, avoid checking your emails or answering that work call. What is the worst thing that will happen if someone has to leave a message? What are your negotiables and your non-negotiables around work and home? For example, some people are a definite no to work on the weekend, where for others, it is a definite no to travel. Number three, simplify and plan. Do your best not to overcomplicate things. Don't overschedule your kids. Perhaps one to two activities a term each. It's okay for them to have downtime or for others to take them to their gym class. And when the guilt creeps in, remember it's okay to not make every single event especially when you have more than one child. Plan for the simple things like booking in a hair appointment. Clear your diary a wee bit. Schedule in that lunch with a friend if that gives you joy and energy. Number four, make the best use of your time. Almost all of the women I spoke to said the one piece of advice they would give is to learn how to prioritize your time well and know what to say yes to and know what to say no to. I believe that a career and a family can coexist. The reality is when your schedule is full and you decide to take something else on, you have to let something go or say no to something else in order to make more time. Become an outsourcer. Think about contacting Dream Au Pair, My Food Bag, a cleaner, albeit a spring cleaner once a quarter. My clients who are happier and more fulfilled understand what gives them energy and happiness and they make time for it. Sometimes that means letting go of having things done your way. For example, shopping, washing, cleaning. Does it really matter? Number five, be kind to yourself, oxygen mask theory. I see a common theme that we feel we have to do it all. We have to be busy all of the time, otherwise surely that is a sign that we aren't performing. It is okay to say things are great rather than I am so busy all of the time. Monitor your self-talk and when that voice in your head is going strong, imagine that you are talking to your friend. How would you respond to them if they shared struggles with you? Now translate that to yourself. How often do we beat ourselves up in our own heads? I am such an idiot for saying I would help on this project. Can you book one-to-one time with yourself? I often have women telling me they feel like they constantly have to give, 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 and there's no time for themselves. Make this a priority if you want to keep your sanity. And number six, build a community, friends, family, partner. Make sure your support network at home is set in place. Agree with your family how you can support each other. Look to help others, and in turn, say yes when others offer to help you. To coin Sheryl Sandberg's phrase, let your partner be a real partner. You just listened to the post titled, The Juggling Act, by Jane Chater of altries.co.nz. It's true that being a modern-day woman truly is a juggling act. But I love how Jane talks about outsourcing and learning how to let go of having things done your way. This is something I'm practicing in my own life, and I can't tell you enough how good it feels. I'm so, 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 so blessed to have Lee as a partner, and I know he wants to help me with certain things, like laundry. So why not just let him and lift a load off my shoulders? Hopefully you can integrate some of Jane's tips as well and feel your own load lighten up. But with that, let's wrap around up. 
Thanks so much for joining me here on this fine Thursday. And hopefully I'll see you again tomorrow for the final post of the week where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more from incredible bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, Mark and Angel, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show too. So if you enjoyed today's episode and like taking amazing blogs on the go, come on over to Optimal Living Daily and subscribe to that one too. And together, we'll start optimizing your life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.